Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. We really hope this message encourages and challenges you as you walk with the Lord every day. Enjoy this message. Hello, everyone. You guys can take a seat. Before I begin, I just want to thank our pastor, Pastor Omar and Sister Leti. I know they're not here, but I'm very grateful for their lives and what they do here. I don't want to take this opportunity lightly. And I also want to honor and thank the rest of the pastors and our evangelists as well. But I'm excited tonight to share this word. I love my church family. I love all you guys. I love playing worship for you guys. But um, I have a, a message I want to share, and it's about sacrifice. And it's uh, kind of going along with the song we just sang during worship called On the Altar. And we've been listening, and listening, to, listening to it these past weeks, and it's really been on my heart about sacrifice and being on the altar. And I really believe that it's important for the church to know about sacrifice, but to apply it into our lives every day. You know, our, our belief, our faith is based on a sacrifice. Without God sending his son, without the perfect lamb of God, we would have no hope. We would be on our way to destruction, death, and eternal suffering. And there's nothing we could do about it. But in order to have a sacrifice, there needs to be an altar. So what is an altar? An altar, we can call it God's table. It's a sacred place for worship, for sacrifice, and gifts onto Him. It's a place of covenant, dedication, and where commitments are made. But an altar is meaningless without any action. It's meaningless and dead without worship or thanksgiving. And I want to read this verse to you guys found in Romans chapter 12. But before I read that, we all know the verse, do not conform to the patterns of this world, right? But right before it, it says, therefore I urge you, or another scripture says, or another version says, therefore I plead with you. And, it, and it's Paul really trying to make the people understand, like, please just listen to this. I plead with you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice. Now, how does that look like? Holy and pleasing to God. That is your true and proper worship. And then it says, don't conform to the patterns of this world, meaning we should not look like the world. We're a completely different person. The past is in the past. You see, God wants you to offer all of your life, not just a part of it. He wants your time, your ambitions, your possessions, your mind, your emotions, your attitude, your dreams, to say, God, Give me a desire that is yours. Help me to see like you see. Help me to think like you think. God wants you to be a living sacrifice. You, as simple as that. And it's the version of you that is sitting down today, right now. It's not a later version when you have it all together or a version of you in the future. If he wanted that version, he would have waited. But he wants you now. Everyone say, me. God wants me to be a living sacrifice. He cares much more about that than how much you serve at church. Being an usher, a greeter, a cook, a teacher, a musician, working on the sound, although those are great things, that is not your sacrifice. You see, you don't walk into a church and say, well, where can I serve so I can be holy and pleasing unto God? We, we don't say that, right? There's more to it. Serving should just be like an honor. It should be like, no matter what ministry you're in, serving in the house of God should be an honor and a, and a reflection of gratitude onto God. But you see, like, 
community programs in the city, volunteering, nonprofit, just serving like anyone does that, even people who don't know God. But that's not everything that God wants. That is not your sacrifice. Your sacrifice is outside these four walls. It's how you act at home with your family. How do you act? How do you react towards your spouse and your kids in your workplace with your coworkers and your friends? A life holy and pleasing to God out there, not in here. And I really want us to, to reflect and think about our lives. Think of our day-to-day life, our, our routines. Like, what are we constantly doing, right? How does our calendar look like? Is God in there at all? Does it please Him? If God, if heaven was looking for people that would offer the life, their lives as a living sacrifice, could you raise your hand? If heaven was looking, could you raise your hand or would you keep it down? And I say if heaven was looking... But the reality is God is already looking. A sacrifice is living a life that does not conform to this world. It's denying and killing your flesh every day, not just on Wednesdays or Sundays. There should be no room for compromise. So I ask you, what is stopping you from being a living sacrifice to God? Are there things that we should change in our lives? Habits to change, things to let go, things to stop doing, people to cut off? In order to be a sacrifice, we must be willing to die to ourselves, our pleasures, our agendas, and our rights. I want to read this passage to you guys found in Genesis chapter 22. It's the story of Abraham and Isaac. I'm sure we're all familiar with it. But just to keep it simple, Isaac is Abraham's everything, right? That's his son, his only son, according to God's will, right? There's more to it. I encourage you guys to read it beforehand. But God really had big plans for Abraham but he had to test them. So I'm going to be reading 12 verses, starting from verse 1, and I'm going to be breaking it down, because I, I, I believe we can get a lot out of this. So verse 1. Sometime later, God tested Abraham's faith. Abraham, God called. Yes, he replied, here I am. Take your son, your only son, yes, Isaac, whom you love so much, and go to the land of Moriah. Go and sacrifice him as a burnt offering on one of the mountains, which I will show you. We're going to stop there. You see, I could imagine at this moment, Abraham's heart just drops. Like he cannot believe the words that he just heard. God wants me to sacrifice my son. This was my blessing. This was God's gift after everything I've been through. And I finally have my son. And now God wants me to just give it back to him. You see, the Bible doesn't really mentioned the emotions that Abraham had, but I believe that the words that God was speaking, it was just like a knife into, into Abraham's heart. You know, and Abraham could have said, you know what, God wants me to sacrifice my son, but he didn't necessarily tell me when. You know, God wants me to stop doing this and talking to this person, but he didn't necessarily tell me when. I'm going to see how long I can keep this up for. No, no, we don't see that in Abraham at all. He reacts immediately. Verse 3, the next morning, Abraham got up early. He saddled his donkey and took two of his servants with him, along with his son Isaac. Then he chopped wood for a fire, for a burnt offering, and set out for the place God had told him about. On the third day of his journey, we're going to stop there again, three days to get to the mountain that God wants him to be at. It was his last three days with his son. Imagine if today you only had three days to be with your loved ones. Imagine you just had three days, and it wasn't that you were leaving and then you were in paradise. It was them. Now you're here alone by yourself. You see, it wasn't a happy journey for Abraham. It wasn't something he can say, I'm walking in God's will. 
I'm doing what he wants, and this is an exciting journey. No, it was a very sad and hard journey for Abraham. I could imagine him holding back tears as the days went on, him having his last conversations with his son, his last laughs, right? Then comes the last night, comes nightfall, and they have to make a fire and prepare to go to sleep. And I imagine Abraham laying down next to the fire with his son right here. And as they're, as they're sleeping, you know, Abraham just has tears going down his eyes. Knowing this is the last night with my son. Maybe looking on into the sky and the stars and questioning God. God, is this really what you want me to do? But nonetheless, Abraham obeying God. Demonstrating his strength and his faith. You see, a sacrifice shouldn't be easy. If it's easy, then it's not a sacrifice. Verse 4, on the third day of their journey... Abraham looked up and saw the place in the distance. Stay here with the donkey, Abraham told his servants. The boy and I will travel a little further. We will worship there, and then we will come right back. Now we're going to stop there again. Abraham basically just lied. And we know where liars go. No, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but he didn't tell the whole truth, right? He didn't tell his servants exactly what he was doing on this journey. But why did he tell his servants to stay, right? Like, why? The reality is that sometimes God is going to speak to you, and you're going to tell your friends, right, your family, and they're just going to laugh or question it. Because your relationship with God and your convictions aren't the same as others. You see, your unsaved friends and family members will never understand why you choose God over the world and its pleasures. They will never understand it. And the surface-level Christian will laugh and tell you it's not that serious. You know, imagine if Abraham really told his servants, God told me I have to sacrifice my son, like I'm killing him today. His servants would freak out. They wouldn't believe him, right? They would try to stop him. So it's important to be wise on who you tell. Now, I do recommend you tell your leaders, right? Because knowing today's time, everyone thinks God speaks to them all day and they want to do this and that. You're not Abraham, right? <laughs> So tell your leaders, you know, seek wisdom, right? So verse 6. So Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders. I'm going to stop there again. I love this. He placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders. This kind of looks familiar. Isaac being the sacrifice is holding the wood on his shoulders like Jesus carrying the cross on his way to be sacrificed. It kind of paints a picture, right? Abraham telling God, God, I love you. Here's my son. I will sacrifice my son. And then one day God saying, I love you. Here's my son. Verse 6, so Abraham placed the wood for the burnt offering on Isaac's shoulders. While Abraham carried the fire and the knife, as the two of them walked on together, Isaac turned to Abraham and said, Father, yes, my son, Abraham replied, we have the fire and the wood. But where is the sheep for the burnt offering? You know, and I imagine Abraham's heart just freezes, right? He's like, oh my gosh, like, he, he's putting it together. We're on our way to do a sacrifice unto God, but he realizes that there's no sacrifice, right? And he can't tell him, like, you're the sacrifice, son. You're the one dying today. He couldn't tell him that. But Abraham, being strong, says, God will provide a sheep for the burnt offering, my son. And they both walked on together. When they arrived at the place where God had told him to go, Abraham built an altar and arranged the wood on it. 
Then he tied his son Isaac and told him and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Again, this reminds me of Jesus being nailed and tied to a cross for the sacrifice. Verse 10, and Abraham picked up the knife, right? This is like the most important scene right now. Abraham just picked up the knife. His son Isaac is tied down to this altar and he's about to kill his son, right? Now, the Bible doesn't really share this, but I imagine all of heaven is just looking down right now. Looking down at this moment that one day forecasts Jesus dying on the cross for our sins. And I imagine the angels kind of talking amongst each other like, is he really going to do it? Is he really going to sacrifice his son? And there's just this anticipation. And maybe Satan and his demons laughing, saying, there's no way he's not going to do it. I know, man. And their ways, they're selfish. They only care about themselves. He will not obey God. He's not going to go through with it. And what happens? Verse 10. And Abraham picked up the knife to kill his son as a sacrifice. At that moment, the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven, Abraham, Abraham. Yes, Abraham replied, here am I. Don't lay a hand on the boy, the angel said. Do not hurt him in any way. For now I know that you truly fear God. You have not withheld from me even your son, your only son. What a story, right? What a story. God had big plans for Abraham, but he had to test him. And tonight, I want to say, if you want God to move in your life, if you want God to, like, you want to really step into everything that God has for you, there has to be some sacrifice in your life. You can't be a lukewarm Christian. You can't look like the rest. And the sacrifice is not easy. The Bible tells us that we are God's temple, His dwelling place. You know, we just sang this song on the altar, and there's a lyric that goes, and I will live on the altar. Right? We, we sing these songs, right? But do we really mean it? Are we really in the altar? But remember, an altar is meaningless without sacrifice. Are you just standing on the altar, raising your hands, but you're not, your life means nothing? You're not, there's no effort. Are you even trying to be like God every day, or do you look like the rest? You know, I believe that God wants us to let go of some things, to change some things, and really, really live your life as a living sacrifice that is daily. And you know, when your heart tries to have faith, right, your mind will try to make sense of it. Your flesh will react and say, how does this make any sense? This is too hard, this is too much. It's not that serious. I can compromise here and there. But God is asking us to be a living sacrifice. And how do we know if there's something that we need to give up? I would ask you, how do you feel when you walk into church amongst your friends, your brothers and your sisters around worshiping God? I would say it's pretty easy to come boldly to the throne of God. It's easy. We have our pastors and our leaders in the prayer room praying for our service. But now how do you feel when you're alone? When it's just you and God, is it easy? Do you feel peace or this, this sense of discomfort? Like something inside of you is telling you, I can do better than this. I can do better. And I'm gonna come to an end here. And you have to be honest with yourself and only you can be truthful, only you. You can fake it to your leaders, to your pastors, but only you can be honest. We say, I will live on the altar but an altar is useless if you are not a living sacrifice. What is your Isaac tonight? What is God telling you to sacrifice, to step into everything that God has for you? Amen? That's all I have for you guys. 
Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com slash give.